0: has announced the creation of a new information operations technical training school.
1: First command simply must arm our airmen to outthink, outperform, outpartner, outinnovate any potential adversary. Air Force basic military training has an updated curriculum with a new focus on readiness and lethality.
0: (laughs) This is the Developing Mach 21 Airmen podcast. hey everybody welcome in to episode 19 of developing mach 21 airmen and thanks for the subscribe stream or download however you might get your podcasts if you get a chance to throw some stars or even a review our way we certainly would appreciate that as well my name is dan hawkins from the air education and training command public affairs office and your host for this professional development podcast that's dedicated to bringing Total Force, Big A Airmen, insight, tips, tricks, and lessons learned from the recruiting, training, and education worlds. On the pod today, it's a good one. First Lieutenant K. Shell Trudell from the 37th Training Wing Public Affairs Team sat down with Colonel Isaac Davidson and Staff Sergeant Hugo Garza-Salas to talk about the Inter-American Air Forces Academy effort to expand their competitive edge in building the concept of a classroom of the future, which was devised and implemented in January of 2019. This effort really ties back to Lieutenant General Webb, our commander here in AETC, and his focus area of expanding strategic relationships in advancing force development, better known as IAFA, The Inter-American Armed Forces Academy has been around since 1943, providing world-class professional military education, operations, and technical training. It's called, oftentimes, the Gateway to the Americas, and IAFA really helps the U.S. Air Force form enduring relationships with partner nations in both Central and South America through things like relationship building professional development opportunities, and specialized skills training for Spanish-speaking airmen and military personnel. These relationships that are built uh, at IAFA span the Americas and give students the competitive advantage of a connected environment and collaboration workspace anywhere in the world. Lieutenant Trudell gets a chance to go in-depth on the classroom of the future, as IAFA has classrooms and labs found throughout their campus that provide students and instructors with the digital tools and technology necessary to optimize and streamline their learning experiences. At what's really cool about these classrooms as they're really a learner-centric or learner-focused approach, these classrooms have been flipped with the teaching model that dramatically shortens students' learning curve. The other cool thing is the capabilities of the classroom of the future allows for a hands-on experimental learning focused on solving real-world problems in a classroom setting that can immediately be implemented out in the field and students are able to learn at their own pace uh, and apply what they uh, have learned more creatively and in greater depth. So away we go with IAFA and the classroom of the future. Episode 19 of Developing Mach 21 Airmen starts right now.
2: Fantastic. Well, uh, it's great to have you guys here. Uh, Just quickly introduce yourselves to our audience so they know who we're talking about uh, and talking with for the Inter-American Air Forces Academy and Classroom of the Future.
1: Sir? I am Colonel uh, Isaac Davidson, the uh, Commandant of the Inter-American Air Forces Academy, referred to as IAFA. Glad to be here uh, today and have an opportunity to... Converse. Thank
3: you, sir. And I am Staff Sergeant Garza Salas. I am a cyber instructor here at IAFA, and I've been working really closely with the classroom of the feature system we got here.
2: That's fantastic. So that said, uh, that you have this capability here, when did it come about? Where was the idea from? When did it get implemented?
1: Well, um, over a year ago, um, Lieutenant General Quast, uh, AETC commander at the time, challenged the command with uh, with innovation continuum of learning so there was some funding set aside and he asked for ideas we uh, in seeking ideas um, we were challenged so I went ahead and uh, contacted uh, my youngest son uh, Jason Davidson and I challenged him, challenged him he had recently graduated from from college living in in uh, here in Texas in Houston and I said uh, I need you to tell me what the ideal classroom of the future would be. We'll call this Classroom of the Future, what, what would it be? What would be your ideal uh, classroom? It took him about a couple of weeks and he came back with five links. Then I took those five links because um, I wanted the, the decision to be that of the us uh, here at IAFA and gave it to our folks, our instructors and everyone. And they selected uh, what we call Classroom of the Future.
2: Okay, and were you here during that time? Did you get to review that and go with the selection? Or?
3: I arrived here about the time when we started installing the system itself, and I got to be a part of that installment process. So I've been here with, not since the development phase, but the implementation phase. It's been, it's been a bit of a ride. I, I got to know the, know, know the system very intimately from the bottom up. So
2: Okay, and, and what did the installation process entail and the learning curve for the instructors to be able to implement it in their teaching?
3: The installation actually was very easy and straightforward. It was not too different from installing a regular computer. It was more the hardware that was a challenge, installing the projectors, the screens. But the the learning curve, um, the system made it very easy for instructors to adapt. It kept the same structure of uh, using projectors uh, at a very basic level while still adding to that all the capabilities that Hoyle brings.
2: Okay, and what are those capabilities? What's the, the benefit that it brings to instructors and students alike?
3: Now, that is a big question because uh, to say the capabilities, it, it's a lot of them. It, uh, on the broader sense, it brings the classroom uh, focus from the teacher to the students. And what that means is uh, it enables them to interact with the, the board to begin with uh, at a more closer level with the, not the touch screen capabilities, but the how would I put this, it, uh, it has a system of like pens that track the movements more accurately without being able to mess with it with your hand. And uh, the applications that it comes with, it, it allows, it, 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 not so much that allows, it focuses on having the students interacting with each other at the same time up on the board, not so much having them sit down and listening. But uh, it is that, uh, that focus that allows us to let the students teach themselves. And we fill in the gaps and structures. We, we're, it's more like we're guiding the class to keep that focus on the lessons while the students are able to interact with each other, cooperate, and teach themselves. That's the amazing thing. And that's just touching it in the broadest sense. There's so much more to it.
2: So that collaborative learning piece, how does that play into uh, the benefit outside of the classroom? I know that there's capabilities for remote teaching, instructing, uh, and students as well participating.
3: That's exactly right, the cloud storage which uh, means that everything that they put on the board, or I put on the board, we can make it accessible on the cloud so they can, uh, from any smart device, uh, laptop, computer, et cetera, they can access it and they can have the class there, but not only just have it accessible for them to see, they can also interact with it from their phones or from their laptops. It's it's a great system, like anywhere in the world. That just opens a lot of capabilities.
2: So, sir, from the, the bigger picture of IAFA, what benefit does that bring to getting students through and bringing different subject matter experts into the conversation for students?
1: For one thing, listening to uh, Sergeant Garza uh, Salas, um, he described, uh, he just finished describing continuum of learning. What he just described is continuum of learning. He basically stated on demand and command uh, with the, in a student-centered learning environment, adding experience to the education and training uh, and then having the, uh, the instructors now being a guide. So he, he described it, uh, and I don't think you were thinking about uh, <laughs> the continuum of learning. Now strategically what it does is that uh, now uh, we have guest instructors. Now we have 12 guest instructors, uh, uh, one projected, uh, 11 of them, 12 here, one projected to, to be here for 13 guest instructors. But in essence now with uh, Classroom of the Future, we have an unlimited number of guest instructors and alumni uh, and individuals that may never have uh, set foot at IAFA or received training from IAFA available to interact with the students and to learn from what they're doing in the field. So it brings the field uh, to here strategically, uh, any country. We have done it with uh, Brazil, we've done it with uh, uh, Peru, we've done it with several other countries. Uh, many of the countries that we uh, have been know that we're dealing with this technology now are chomping up the bits. Mexico is one of them uh, to be able to participate in this capability. Uh, so now what that does is that it adds uh, what the field has to the, uh, to the classroom experience and vice versa.
2: So IAFA has been also referred to as the gateway to the Americas, but really with this capability has it also brought the Americas to the classroom here in the United States?
1: I believe that's what uh, San Garza Salas just described. You know, um, without these interactions that he's having uh, throughout the Americas, don't come through me. As a matter of fact, this is the, the guide, that, that instructor is, the, is uh, leading the effort uh, as a guide. And then the students are actually uh, interacting and providing inputs on who they can bring in uh, to add to the classroom experience, to the learning experience. Uh, so now, for instance, You could have a guest speaker come into uh, IAFA to make a presentation of 45 minutes, and for whatever reason that guest speaker gets stuck at a uh, waiting for, uh, for, uh, for a flight for two, three hours, he or she is able to interact with the classroom from the phone. And actually, when I say interact, the things that you normally would do, trace a line, put a note, write, type, those type things. And this connected workspace is shared throughout the globe Uh, you know and also in the classroom uh, is uh, what we provide is an expanded real estate digital real estate so now instead of having you know one board you have usually two boards and in some classrooms we have three boards across and now you could have instructor the several of the students it's unlimited the number that can interact uh, on the fly uh, with uh, in, in the learning experience so now what it does for the instructors now it it gives back time to the instructors, the instructors become a guide, and instead of spending time developing a, a, a syllabus, uh, they, they spend time focused on the learning, uh, and then the students actually take lead in the learning. So the
2: quality of student uh, in the same time frame is accelerated and more in depth of what they're learning. Do you see that you found that with students since the implementation of this capability?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely, without a doubt, the students have uh, gotten consistently better grades, but not only that, I've seen the uh, the applications of the learning be almost exponentially higher. I've seen students that, uh, after leaving IAFA, they reach back to me and say, sir, I have applied, well, I learned in your class on this level, and uh, it's it's a fulfilling feeling. <laughs> it definitely brings it home, all that allowing us to do. Just... Uh, that uh, capability of uh, having the students uh, uh, lead uh, lead the lesson, it really drives uh, the learning home Le- in a literal sense. It takes the learning all the way back to their home.
2: So, there's specific classes that take place for uh, security forces, intel, that sort of thing. But there's also developmental classes for leadership. Is that the case, sir?
1: That is the case. Where the we use Classroom of the Future also for for the Inter-American Squadron Officer School, and uh, for officers, or captains across the Americas, to include United States Air Force active duty ca- uh, uh, captains. They're part of the class. Usually about 14, 15, and then five or so uh, um, of each uh, are from the United States um, Air Force. We normally have two of those uh, running at a time. Also, the enlisted, on the enlisted side, um, um, we have that. The uh, What this uh, affords us is the opportunity for these students to interact, uh, especially in leadership challenges, with uh, leaders that have graduated from IAFA in the past. For instance, we have um, a a two-star admiral that is um, actually uh, from Mexico, graduated from the Intel course that uh, you just referred to, planning to be our guest speaker uh, in December. Well, we're able to interact with with, with him, um, so we're actually going to look at the possibility of having him actually interact with the class. But the classes already the classes are already doing that. Why why is that important? Well, we're talking about leadership principles of leadership and challenges, and it is good that the uh, instructors now being guides focus uh, the students leading the the learning. And able to interact directly with uh, former students that are now in leadership positions, uh, and how they, what, how how they're applying the things that they learned from each other and here at Iafa now in the yeah, in the field. That is something that is happening throughout throughout the uh, Iafa right now, and is as you as you can tell the one of the things that uh, is exciting for me is that I we are not driving this the. The instructors and the students are the ones that are driving this. They're excited about the technology. Normally, you, you're trying to sell the idea uh, of or a concept uh, to the students, but classroom of the future, that concept is 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 being driven by the by the instructors. For IAFA, it doesn't matter, you know, what what technology. What we're looking for is, as a learning institution, is the education, training, and experience. And this actually, I'm seeing it day-to-day growing uh, as, uh, as an opportunity. But one thing that is important, uh, things like this, uh, these efforts don't happen overnight. And they don't happen because, you know, you have some great leader or you have some great instructor or some great student. It happens um, because uh, as a result of being airmen. You hear, you hear about the Marines. A Marine is a Marine. Uh, you know, soldiers are soldiers. We are airmen. We are innovators by nature. That's how we started. Uh, that's how the Air Force became. You know, the Air Force uh, came up with an idea uh, somehow from somebody thinking about flying something, a hunk of, you know, metal or wood in the air, and now look at us today. Well, class of the future is no different than that. So, to me, that that is uh, is exciting, and it happened from working with uh, individuals like Chief Gutchell, our Command Chief saw the excitement, uh, Chief Bass, our second Air Force, uh, you know, Command Chief, seeing the excitement, uh, you know, on this, Chief Flores, uh, uh, Colonel Generos, our wing commander. Um, uh, we think, Colonel Generos, we think of somebody, we think of thinking outside of the box. I don't think Colonel Generos knows of a box. You know, he just lives outside the box. But what it does for us, and it does for our folks, is that it gives us, that's free, gives them the freedom to uh, to explore and what you're experiencing today and what you're hearing today, uh, this wasn't rehearsed. As a matter of fact, this is, these are, uh, Sainz Garza's Salas ideas. Uh, so I'm actually listening, and every day that I listen to this, I learn something new, uh, as you as you're learning it here. So all of that to say this: this is an effort by by uh, by uh, the the instructors uh, as guides. Leading this effort and leaders like Colonel Generos and, uh, and General uh, Leahy uh, when he was here, and now uh, uh, General Tulis uh, allowing us to, to do this, and the command chiefs behind them, uh, Chief Blazier, uh, those encouraging words coming along and seeing the students doing these things in the, uh, in the classroom. This is just the beginning. Yes.
2: That's fantastic. And with some of our audience might not be aware, but your teachings take place in, in Spanish, correct? Definitely. So as an instructor, uh, speaking Spanish and English as well, how is that capability used within the classroom of the future? Going, Is there any language from language or is there any skills or tools that can be used that enable you to teach more efficiently?
3: As far as English and Spanish go, uh, that's, uh, I'd say that's entirely more on the classroom and the instructor side. The, the system itself uh, makes it uh, very friendly to write, but that's uh, only, as far as the letters themselves, for example, I write horrible. My, my, cur- my cursive is bad, but the system will make it so it, it appears more legible. But uh, for the Spanish, it's, uh, it's entirely up to me and them <laughs> understanding each other, which is usually not too, not too much of a challenge.
2: Well, that's great to make more, more uh, handwriting legible and, and being able to play back when you are in the classroom and that sort of thing.
3: Oh, definitely. My handwriting, I cannot emphasize how bad it is. <laughs> the fact that it makes it legible is huge for me.
2: So that, that user friendliness is is helpful because at any penmanship level or any skill level, the, the system is able to put it into where everyone can learn from it.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, ridiculously user friendly. I would say it doesn't, you don't even have to have any kind of experience with computers or Microsoft Paint even, which is one of the tools that it's very similar in the Classroom of the feature, it, it has uh, tools, uh, little color palettes you hold in your hand and you touch them like you, as if you were touching a brush to paint and it'll apply it on the board itself. It's too user-friendly. You cannot go wrong.
2: So the benefits that we're seeing is is the collaborative learning and the learning ecosystem improving while they're here in the classroom. But, sir, you alluded to a, a little bit before that some of the benefits that will come from this aren't even being realized yet as far as the relationships, the connections, and in the field, knowledge acquired now that can be utilized real world in the future for any situation.
1: Absolutely. We, we're talking about education and training uh, and learning. Uh, the system is being used for that already here, and it's looking to uh, to expand. Uh, but here, here it is. It is a connected works, workspace. For us, it's a connected learning space. So we can, in essence, hold a conference. We could have hold. We could have held this that we're holding right now. With you at headquarters uh, AETC at Randolph, with you at the, the 37 Training Wing headquarters building, you in your classroom and I in my office, and still hold this same thing and have a connected uh, real estate, digital real estate, where we interact vi- visually and talk to each other, and you can interact visually from your phones or your. So that is, uh, give, it, give an example of wh- why it makes a difference in, a, in an educational training uh, learning environment. Uh, as we develop a curriculum, uh, where it would take funds to actually bring the, the uh, five or six former instructors uh, from IAFA here to collaborate for a week. I don't, we don't have to do that anymore. We can actually plan it and we could run it for a month or a month and a half and meet every, you know, two, twice a, a week for an hour and a half, and collaborating from Brazil, from Dominican Republic, Panama. Uh, the United States and continue and continue working their project, and everybody continues with that workspace. And here, the 45 minutes that we spend together in that meeting, we can move it and uh, and continue to, to 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 interact outside of the whatever real estate uh, we're dealing with. That is a dramatic uh, uh, tectonic change.
2: So this modernization really is. Transforming the way that we learn and providing us a competitive edge to be lethal and ready all the time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. This is uh uh Ch- Chief of Staff of the Air Force, General Golfing said this. We're no longer, as airmen, we're no longer uh seeking uh to uh, seeking to be the only ones with a technology. Right now, we are the only ones with this capability. In the US government and we know that because if we, it wasn't that way uh, the certification process would been a lot faster so we wish we had another capability the, the capability in the but we don't have it uh, IF is the first first one you know with this in the United States government uh, but uh, as we move now uh, in the future General Golfin would say uh, we no longer want to be the only ones uh, we want to be the first because uh, as great as this technology is, I don't think we're going to remain being the only ones with this uh, for a long, time, for an, ex- an extremely long time. Uh, but we are the first, and we're taking advantage of it. So as we're using this, we're already looking way ahead of this. Uh, and you alluded to it, you alluded to it uh, earlier. We're not looking to stay here. We're looking to go way beyond and looking already beyond in how we can develop capabilities, sustainable capabilities. Uh, in security cooperation for, to the advantage of the United States and our partner nations.
2: So you alluded a little bit to that some students have reached back to you saying what they learned in class with you is already something they've been able to apply in the field real world. Can you explain or tell us a little bit more about a student in a situation? Gladly. Uh,
3: in my own course, uh, Cyber Networks, we teach from the ground up how what, it, what is a computer and how to build a network. We literally take them from nothing to all the way up to building their own networks from scratch. That said, through Hoylu, we were able to have a, the cooperative environment that I just talked about and have two teams work together to design a, nat- a network on the boards and on the papers and go through all the steps of setting up a networks and the components together and configuring them. And then we took it out to the field here at the, outside, outside the building. We established wireless communication again, from the ground up from every single component, uh, computers, network switches. And then the student, as soon as he went back uh, to his home country, he uh, immediately told me he started applying that same concept of configuring the switches and networks from the ground up to establish one of the longest uh, link-to-link uh, networks in Uruguay. It straight from the class. He told me exactly that the, that the methods we use to configure uh, our systems here is exactly what he's using over there. So now I want to bring him back to the classroom. So for my next class, he'll be able to explain how, what he learned here, and how he can interact through his phone on, the, on my board, how he applied it exactly.
2: So the problem solving that they're doing isn't, here's an example and let's solve something in a fictional setting. It's real life situations that they can be working in a classroom setting to bring benefit to true things taking place.
3: Exactly, that, uh, that real life application is really strengthening our alliances with all these partner nations. And uh, they definitely ha- reach back, We're not it's not us reaching to them, they reach back to say how grateful they are for how all that uh, it's bringing to them. And th- uh, this is people that have experience in the field. They'll tell me, I've been in my field for six, seven years and it's not until now that I can actually learn in depth what it is that, we, that uh, I can bring to my forces.
2: So what is this classroom doing for strengthening all of the partner and alliances that we have with countries in Central and South America?
1: It starts with the uh, relationship that we establish and sustain with, uh, with, our, with our students and leaders uh, throughout the Americas. The Air Forces, the police, the armies, and the navies. Uh, that's what Iafa deals with, in educational training, and with that now, students come here and actually seeking to implement, as you, uh, as you heard uh, just described, uh, making us the partner of choice, uh, wanting to interact with the with Iafa. Interestingly enough, interacting with Iafa uh, makes it easier for them to bring across that uh, wanting to interact with the uh, with the United States. Uh, it's uh, Iafa is a United States Air Force uh, learning institution, education and training learning institution, but it also allows um, uh, them to easily communicate the desire to be close uh, with uh, IAFA, which translates to being close with the United States and being close with the uh, United States Air Force and the other, and the other services. The, most of our students come here with a desire and actually a task to go back and implement what they learned here uh, industrial, um, international logistics, uh, material management, uh, uh, intelligence we just described with the cyber course, those are just examples. The, um, aircraft, uh, maintenance officer course, aircraft maintenance superintendents course, these are all examples where, uh, we're using Classroom of the Future technology for, in a learning environment where the student is learning, goes back, implements making uh, uh, the United States uh, a part of choice, attractive to our partner nations. And here's something that ties IAFA even deeper with, uh, I call it the Spanish speakers of the the, uh, Warhawk family, you know, here uh, in that um, by law uh, and, and doctrine, we are to deliver as an Air Force airmen into the joint environment. IAFA delivers uh, partner nations interoperably alongside our, our United States uh, uh, military and airmen uh, or instead of us. That is huge. That is part of our doctrine. That is our calling. But we get to see it at IAFA, you know, right here. And these students and these instructors get to see directly from the tactical, operational, and strategic uh, uh you know the impact that they're having in the classroom, and that this is happening uh, happening every day right here in the 37th Training Wing under the leadership of uh, Colonel Jason Generous.
3: It wouldn't be a stretch a stretch to say that uh, here in IFA we are obliterating the gap. Whether they are here in the classroom or back at home, there is no gap. They are they can be right here interacting with us, and uh, we are producing quality graduates that they're. The part, our partner nations can see I'm pretty sure they can see immediately the results of what what it means to be uh, a grand IFA graduate they, they see they see the results of the, the, the classroom of the future and the quality of uh, graduates that return back home by, by seeing what they can apply now that what they bring they literally bring back home all the knowledge they bring and how they apply it it's all possible through the classroom of the future and through everything all the uh, possibilities that it brought with it with us.
2: So everyone's volunteering and hoping to get to IAFA and to learn and be in an environment with with us here.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And the students students now leave, uh, they've always been leaders, but now they're even uh, more impacting strategic leaders because now every student that leaves IAFA has the opportunity to, to benefit across the Americas even after they leave. And they continue to learn after they leave. Because that interaction that they're having now with the with the instructors and the students after they leave increases their learning, and it also increases the learning and shortens the uh, the learning curve of the of the students that are remaining behind. So, for our strategic uh, for our national defense strategy, uh, this is a literally a game changer as you heard uh, described. We're not learning what the rules of the games are. Uh, what you heard described so far is that we have dramatically destroyed. The previous games instituted a new game and are actually uh, uh, putting out the rules on how to, how to best implement that game. And there's a lot more ahead of us than we've experienced so far.
2: Well, that's fantastic. I can't wait to see what the Classroom of the Future continues to bring us in the future, both far uh, and, and close time frames. So thank you for your time and all of your expertise that you bring here to the Inter-American Air Forces Academy here as an instructor uh, and all the students who teach. It's been an honor to speak with you guys today and learn more about this creative and innovative technology we have.
1: And likewise, thank you for having us. No, uh, Lieutenant Trudell, uh, Lieutenant, uh, Guest, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, spend with us.
0: Just a ton to unpack on episode 19. Pretty cool stuff happening at IAFA in terms of learning and expanding our strategic relationships throughout the Central and South Americas. Of course, I offer the gateway to the Americas and they're doing some pretty big things there at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland. Big thank you to both Colonel Davidson and Staff Sergeant Garza Salas as well as Lieutenant Trudell for taking time out to record this podcast for us. As a reminder, you can follow Air Education and Training Command on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at www.aetc.af.mil. Don't forget, you can also check out General Webb and Chief Gudgel. They're on social media as well. AETC Command Team, they're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just like we are. Thanks for checking out the podcast as we dive into the world of recruiting, training, and and education for our entire aetc public affairs team i'm dan hawkins so long we'll talk to you next time on developing mach 21 airmen